Hello and welcome to this edition of The Current Report, our weekly roundup of what's happening in the world of digital media. I'm Damien Fowler. Well, the second longest writer's strike in Hollywood history came to an end this week after 148 days. The Writers Guild came to an agreement with major studios and streaming services saying it got most of the concessions it was looking for. And that includes increases in royalty payments from shows and movies that air directly on streaming platforms. The deal also secures guarantees that AI would not be used by studios to encroach on writers' turf. While the writers' deal offers a glimmer of hope in Hollywood, we should note that the Actors' Union remains on strike. The production line for TV shows and movies remains at a standstill and that will likely mean a shortfall of scripted dramas into next year. All this is being closely watched by advertisers as they think about their 2024 upfront deals, when advertisers typically lock in early deals with networks. The double strike puts more pressure on that upfront marketplace, which has already changed dramatically thanks to the rise of streaming. Joining me now to talk about the writer strike, the deal, and what it may mean for advertisers is our reporter, Travis Clark. Hey, Travis. Hey, Damien. So the Writers Guild says it's happy with the agreement. Can you outline what the key points are for us? Yeah, I'd say this is a big win for the writers. They were really fighting for higher pay because streaming pretty much wiped out the traditional uh, residuals model of syndication. Now, let's say if a movie or show is watched by 20% of a streaming platform's subscribers, writers will get a hefty bonus from that. So they, they, they really won on the, uh, the viewership front. They'll also get residuals based on foreign subscribers. They won AI protections. AI can't write or rewrite material. It can't be used as a resource. Well, it can be used as a resource, but it can't be considered literary uh, material. So they, they won a lot of the points that they were fighting for. Yeah, it's good to hear. Um, why should advertisers care about what happened in Hollywood? Yeah, I mean, streamers were already kind of pivoting to an advertising model to boost revenue. And now there's more options than ever for advertisers. But the strikes also created a lot of uncertainty with production delays. This might encourage advertisers to lean more into real-time programmatic advertising that allows for, for more flexibility. You know, it's more audience-specific rather than show-specific or time-specific. So, you know, this might encourage more of that. But I think the bottom line is that there are more options than ever for advertisers to lean into. For sure. It's changing the upfronts again. It's, a, it's Somebody described it to me as a catalyst. Which channels stand to gain from this? On the topic of advertising, AVOD and, and fast platforms, free ad-supported ad TV platforms, they'll probably be the, the big winners as streamers look to monetize viewers and boost revenue. The, the best way to do that is with advertising, and now pretty much all the major platforms have an ad-based plan. Netflix, Disney, even Amazon is now going to offer advertising during prime video shows. So it's a, it's a big time for the ad industry. One of the interesting side effects of this strike means that live events will be a priority for networks and streaming platforms. I mean, bear in mind, next year there's going to be a presidential election. If there's a shortage of good shows at primetime next year, we'll have that. But we'll also, of course, have mainstream live sports, which for now remain largely within the confines of the linear world. 
sources say that the value of live sports will likely go up next year. That's an interesting side effect. What's your kind of understanding yeah. of how live sports could play out next year? Yeah, next I mean, sport? you know, live sports programming is already, you know, some of the biggest programming on linear TV right now, and it's already started to make its way over to streaming. Uh, we've seen Max is going to introduce a live sports tier. Amazon and Apple already have big agreements with some major sports leagues. So, yeah, and, you know, all that opens up even more opportunities for advertisers. As if the value of the NFL could go up any further. But next, next fall, I guess, we'll see uh, what's, what's going to happen. You know, well, it already has with uh, Taylor Swift. So. Oh, of course, yeah. Good point, <laughs> good point. All right, Travis, well, thanks very much for those insights. And continuing the subject of AI, last week it was the hot topic at Demexco. No surprises there. One of Europe's leading ad conferences. From the creation of hyper-personalized ads to more precise targeting, there's an acceptance that generative AI may change advertising forever. As one ad exec put it, you're not competing against AI, you're competing against other marketers using AI. At the same time, publishers at the conference expressed anxiety that AI may cut into their revenue stream if people start sourcing news from chatbots. For more on our report from Demexco, go to thecurrent.com. Next, here's our weekly roundup of what's making news across the internet. CNN ventured back into streaming this week with the launch of CNN Max on its Max Hub. The new service is being promoted for its 24-7 live news coverage and it's intended to reach cord-cutting consumers who no longer rely on cable networks for their news. CNN's parent company, Warner Brothers Discovery, says it believes the audience for CNN on cable and CNN on streaming are distinct audience segments. While the majority of the service is built on CNN's linear programming, CNN Max does feature new content presented by some of the star anchors. And Spotify is testing an AI-powered tool that can translate podcasts into other languages, including Spanish, French and German. The technology matches the original speaker's style to create what it calls an authentic listening experience. The pilot includes three podcast episodes, including the Lex Friedman podcast, Armchair Expert, and the Diary of a CEO with Stephen Bartlett. And on that note, we'd just like to say, without the help of AI, au revoir, auf Wiedersehen, and adios. See you next time. Mm-hmm.